2: Services may vary at participating dealers, subject to applicable lossy dealer for details.
1: The guys kind of need to have big dongs.
3: Can we do butt stuff?
1: Nothing, nothing makes you feel better than new pussy.
3: No, no middle school is gonna tell me what the state reptile's gonna be.
2: What's
4: your screen name? Brian wants to add you.
1: Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am your host, Brian Beckner. Episode 60. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for liking our Facebook page, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Like our page there. Share our posts with your friends and interact with us. On that platform, facebook.com, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast. You can also send us an email at mailbag at BallerLifestyle.com or you can call us. This is an interactive program, uh, so we we enjoy it when you call us. You can't call us live. You're not listening to this live. Don't, don't be like my grandma and confuse how things work, okay? Uh, but you can call us and leave us a voicemail and if it's really good – we will play it on the show, and if it's really bad, we will for sure play it on the show. Um, and that, which reminds me, the phone number for for voicemails is nine four nine four six four TBLS. We did not receive any worthy voicemails this week, so you guys have failed. You guys are failures. Um, so let's let's fix that for next week. Leave us a voicemail, drunk, sober, doesn't matter. Anything that's on your mind, call us up. Keep it keep it brief. 949-464-TVLS. Today on the show, so many iconic sports phrases that come to mind. Um, down goes Frazier. Do you believe in miracles? Um, things along those lines. Um Pretty soon I believe that Smyrna beats Riverdale is gonna become one of those iconic phrases. And if that's confusing to you, it won't be. We'll talk about that. Um, the Sixers, the Philadelphia 76ers are the worst basketball team in the NBA. They have been for a few years. That was not gonna that is that will continue probably for a while. And their mascot has some. Serious thoughts about the team, um, and his his Twitter has been discovered, and we're going to discuss the Sixers mascot. I did a terrible job of explaining that, but just just keep listening; it, it'll all sort itself out. It's like when you're watching a show, and your wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, mother, children, your bay—they want to—they they're, they're going. What's going on here? What's that? What's What's, what's this person saying? Who's that? Hey, d- just don't worry about it. Just keep watching. It'll, it'll all sort itself out. Don't get too caught up in the details. Uh, also on the show today, there, what there's an Idaho lawmaker that doesn't know how bodies work and is also named Vito Barbieri. So we're going to talk about that. There's a lot going on with that guy. Um, Jim Carrey attended the Czechoslovakian Oscars which are a thing we're going to talk about that and masturbatory injuries that would make a good voicemail. Have you ever injured yourself jerking it? Or do you know someone that has, uh, we're going to talk about that because apparently they're very common. Um, including being injured, trying not to masturbate, which is apparently a thing. Uh, we're definitely going to hit on that. Masturbatory injuries will be a topic. And of course, Fancy Pop, we will get in. The Bachelor is down to the final two. There was a, there was sort of a twist last night. The, the fantasy dates, the fantasy suite show took place in Bali, Indonesia, where our own Bachelor reporter, baller lifestyle course, Bachelor correspondent, Kate Fancy Sauce, is from, has lived. So a uh, lot of insight there as to what happened on The Bachelor and any other uh, – big celebrity gossip us weekly style like maybe bruce jenner's up to something the kardashians uh, who knows we're, we're, we're not up on that she will brief us as to what is happening in the world of pop culture uh, and before that let's get into the show i've laid out what's going to happen on the show let's get the show started Joining me now, as always, co-host of the program, my partner in crime, Ed Daly. Ed, how the fuck are you? Uh,
3: pretty well. Did For some reason, I was just clicking around on the Washington Post e- website and I see something. Wh- when you think of Swedish people, what do you think of?
1: Um, like super hot, like the Swedish bikini team. Remember that marketing campaign? Yeah. I, I think of yeah, like – Just good-looking people. I would like one of them to be my nanny.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just good-looking people, happy. You know, they're just you know they're Nordic people. This, just they're just you know there. Well, anyway, apparently they're really racist. Really, uh, that doesn't surprise because me because there's a yeah, there's a big campaign to rename a bunch of their birds because their names are racist, <laughs> and four of the birds are one the Gypsy bird, two the Negro. Oh my God, three the. the Three the Kaffir, which was a, the name the South Africans is. called black people. Right,
1: I've seen *Lethal weapons. And
3: in. for the yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And for the Hottentot, which is a derogatory name they have for West Africans, which I guess are the help that come to their. country. Uh, wow, Sweden! Like,
1: calm yeah. down on the yeah. racism, guys. I, you
3: know. Yeah, like I, I, just saw it said something like Sweden's got a bird problem or some bird naming problem. I was like, what? Co- what kind of story is this? <laughs> and they get right into it. Oh yeah, there's the Negro bird. We need to change. That. I did
1: see not that long ago, and don't quote me on this because I'm going to say it wrong. But there, there's a town in Spain that there is they're looking to rename the town because the t- the, the Spanish name of the town translates to like kill all the Jews. Wow. Like, that's, wow. it's probably time you might want to change the name of your town.
3: Yeah, we get it. There were, there, you know, there were a different set of rules way back in the day, but like, yeah, I think, I think it's time to change it. The <laughs> yes. of these
1: It's, we've evolved, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> the, times have changed. Let's, let's, let's people, move on. Let's move I, into the future here.
3: I didn't think good looking people like that should be like so angry. And I mean, I, I would think you'd just be happy to be like a good looking nation, like not, you know, like George Clooney. He's, He's just like a happy go lucky yes. guy. Right? He's not bummed out. Right. Everything's yeah. going well. His
1: hair went gray when he was like 25. Yeah.
3: And he doesn't give a shit. Um, and,
1: and yeah, Sweden, like they pay a very high tax rate, but like everything, see, they have yeah. institutionalized medicine and covered. everybody goes to college for free. Yeah. You're like you're set. You don't really have to worry about much there. Yeah. Everyone's good looking. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold.
3: Yeah. Uh, um, what, what's up with you? Uh,
1: we got some. W- we got some emails this week. Do you want to go through them? Last week we talked about – some pretty good emails this week. Last week we talked about who um, – who that, that Mars mission. 600 people yeah. volunteered for a one-way trip to Mars and we, we were talking about who we would like to send. Wayne in Nashville aka Wolf Hybrid Hagen on Twitter – <laughs> he, he's got a few suggestions. He, he wants to send – and this is a long you, – you wanted to send Bieber. This guy, he wants all boy bands sent to Mars. He wants the entire state of Florida, the cast of Entourage, ISIS, wow. anyone that owns a cat, hippies. Can't disagree there. Alex Rodriguez, who I love. Uh, table for One, that's Kurt Schilling, who's a dipshit. He, he should be sent.
3: Yeah. Any, I would love to see him Right, go.
1: any MMA guy, any any mixed martial, and he puts quotes around this artist. Um, and and what this is kind of weird. <laughs> Frequent guest of the show, Jason Stewart, who he calls a whoa, who he calls whoa. a d bag. He wants he wants How? sent to Mars. I don't. know. I don't know what, what his beef is with Jason Stewart. He's a, he's a good friend of the show. We'll definitely have him back on soon. Yeah, I,
3: I don't think that was fair. Aff, affable enough guy. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see. Wow, that's there must be something else. Maybe, maybe did Jason Stewart like run over his dog once upon? Could a time? be.
1: Maybe he doesn't like Jason's gratuitous use of the word. Uh, the phrase 10 on one gang bang on this show, which was, I admit was a little <laughs> off putting, but I, I don't want to send to Mars for that. Okay. Here's another one. A lot of people, a lot of people want to talk about, we, we are, we're a few shows of record. One of the shows of record we are is the dong show of record, mostly like celebrity dong. Uh, but people have gotten in to have become obsessed with talking about dongs on the show and joe howlson is no different he he writes i know ed is someone who respects a huge dong i don't think anybody disrespects a huge dong Uh, i have noticed that there is a certain type of porn out there and i like how people have they notice porn like i you know i was at the grocery store and this porn popped up
3: yeah It just happened upon me. I just
1: happened to see some porn. I have noticed that there's a certain type of porn out there in which there is a guy with a ridiculously huge cock. As far as I can tell, that's all porn. And he is plowing – tough language there – a very petite woman. I find this a little disturbing, as do I, Joe. I mean I still jerk off to it, but I still feel bad about it. What are your thoughts? Ed, any thoughts on this genre of porn?
3: Uh, if it's it's especially jarring the size, I mean all like you said all yes. of it is. But if yes. if he's, I I gotta think maybe I, he's seeking this out. I don't know. I would but have like to agree. I don't I don't I know. I, I I've this, said before I just kind of want to know what kind of heat people are packing, but I don't actually ever want to see right. it. So I think you're you're really searching yes. for like you know specific titles or specific genre. Like I don't. Yeah, for me, it, it's disgusting. I, I want no part of the Apple Bag Cam. I want, you know. Yes, I, I know. Well, you yeah, made that. I don't want to see this stuff.
1: I'm not in. I'm definitely not into giant dongs and por- like all oh, porn. It, you you got to think about it. there. There, there's cameras involved. They like things that play in real life. Don't always look right on camera. So you, like you're shooting porn. The guys kind of need to have big dongs. But I, I'm I'm kind of with you there, Ed. I don't need like, like any – I don't need someone to look deformed. Yeah. Like I'd prefer not right. to see that. It kind of takes me out of the moment. Also, I don't want to see anybody getting plowed. No. I'm not into plowing. Yeah, I don't like even, even know what plowing is. I, it's a it's a farm reference. Yeah, it sounds very violent. It, that I'm not I'm not into that. So um, yeah, I'm I'm not. That's not for me. And luckily, I, I never accidentally run across any of this kind of pornography. It's it's like
3: I'm not a I'm not a genre guy either. It, yes, like, I I kind of just see what see what pops up.
1: Right. Yeah, I get that. You you've mentioned that you kind of go with whatever's on the front page. Right. I like, um, I like, I like sensual
0: porn. I like, <laughs> I like
1: couples porn. That's what I'm into. European porno. That's where I'm at with it.
0: And I've made
1: it on the show. Yeah, exactly. Loving? I don't, yes. I don't, also, also the massage genre. I'm <laughs> very into the massage genre.
3: Now, well, that's um, the dream, right? Just saying. That's the massage dream?
1: Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> Yes, exactly. It's a fantasy. Uh, okay. Also, um, another along those lines. Rome show writes. This is be, Rome show is might be the number one contributor to the show at this point. I think he definitely is. Sure. Um, he's this continues a, a running dialogue we have with him. Um, Re athlete dong, which is which is how this how this wow train of. Dialogue started. He writes, Gents, I thought my last email, which detailed what I saw in the Houston Rockets locker room that one time, (laughs) parenthesis, Sedale Threat, would have an impact on Yeah, we know. Yes. Clearly, it did not. When you, Brian, were discussing your Bikram yoga class and the possibility of Kobe Bryant being there... Ed immediately defaulted to the opportunity for a locker room visual dot 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 (laughs) to find out what Kobe is packing. After careful consideration, I now have a theory. What Ed really wants to know is if they are not packing far more than if they are. He's 6'6", calls himself Black Mamba. Does that sound like a guy packing a golf pencil? Let's be honest, Ed. It's the NBA. There probably aren't a lot of surprises. What you're really looking for is a needle in a haystack. You'll be going through way too many tire irons to find it. But good luck on your journey, your pal, Rome Show. Ed, reaction?
3: (laughs) Uh, I got to say, I don't think I've ever heard it, the term, but I like golf pencil. Yeah. I, I think I, that's a solid term. I
1: really enjoyed golf pencil. Um, I Well, I personally, I just want to know, I just want to imagine like every dong in the world laid out end to end with the tiniest dong on the left and the biggest dong on the right and mine to fall just like right somewhere in the middle. That's all I want.
3: Yeah. Uh, That's right. Just I just – I, I want to be playing in the game. Yeah. In the game.
1: Put me like in the middle 20 percent and I'll be good. But lay out all the dongs, so just a big row of every single dong and just kind of look left, look right. Yeah, I'm pretty close to the middle here. It's all I want. It's all I want out of life. But, but it w- Yes?
3: It would be cool if – I've been to the Basketball Hall of Fame and it's a pretty shitty as Hall of Fames go, way worse than baseball. But the basketball Hall of Fame, they have like the basketball, and you can see the palm print of what Shaquille right. O'Neal is, and all the different players in history. That would be pretty cool. Like, yeah, you know, here's here's Elgin Baylor, and here's Will Chamberlain.
1: Yeah, that would be good. Actually, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. I would kind of like that. That's a good idea. That, that that would be a good Hall of Fame. Uh, okay, Ed, what is when we've gotten through all our co- correspondent? Like like I said, guys, reach out. Mailbag at the dot com like my man Rome show. And we also we have another we have a relationship email that we're gonna get to in fancy pop so we can get a female perspective. Interact with us, email us mailbag at the dot com or call us nine four nine four six four TBLS. Uh Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? Let's talk sports.
3: All right, big time. High school girls basketball in Tennessee. Uh, In Tennessee this past weekend, Smyrna and Riverdale High Schools. Is that Archie's High School, by the way? Yes, Riverdale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They were facing each other in the state playoffs. The winner would have to face national power Blackman in the semis. Um, Both did their best to lose, so they wouldn't have to face Blackman Uh, until the finals. Yeah. The referee uh, referee was quoted as saying that they missed 12 to 16 free throws intentionally and that Smyrna wouldn't get the ball across the half-court line to get a 10-second count or to make us call an over-and-back violation intentionally. One time, a Riverdale girl looked at one of the officials and gave the official a three-second single signal wanting him to call three seconds on yes. her. Smyrna stood in the lane as well to have us call three seconds on them. Um, and a Smyrna, Smyrna player was about to attempt a shot at the wrong basket, and that's when a school administrator stepped in and approached the Smyrna coach, uh, Sean Middleton, when his team was only up 30-25, to 25, and asked why the starters weren't in. Uh, the administrator didn't receive a satisfactory answer and told Middleton, you need to play to win the ball game and stop this. Middleton put his starters back in, and Smyrna ran away with the game. Both teams were disqualified by the state after the fact. A glance at the box score reveals something else entirely. Okay, Smyrna's roster featured the names Brooklyn, Deja, Shaw, Michaela, Kiana, Kesha, and Diamond Forest, (laughs) and Treasure Hunt was the leading scorer with 17 points. Riverdale featured Hope, Anastasia, Faith, Destiny, Brene, Briley with three E's, another Deja, and Lexis Story. Unfortunately, she was the low scorer of the game with only one point. Brian, is this lineup of names... The would you call it the 27 Yankees, 85 Bears, or the 96 Bulls? in its dominance of badminds. It's
1: all three of those put together. It's Babe Ruth. It's it's everything. It's the it's the dream team. It's field of dreams. I mean, deja messenger treasure hunt. Two dejas? De- yeah. Two, <laughs> Two dejas? dejas. one on each team.
3: Hey, hey, deja, deja. Haven't I seen you before?
1: Right. <laughs> Diamond Forest. I mean, there's a...
3: Ke- Treasure Hunt. There's a
1: Kesha. Like, Kesha hasn't even been a name for more than a couple years. <laughs> yeah, Shaw. There's right. a Shaw. A Destiny with an E-Y. What, what is
3: your favorite? Uh, well, it's... Yeah, what's your favorite? Mine, mine is Briley with yeah, three. See, it, B-R-Y-L-E-E-E.
1: Yeah, I would have to agree. Lexus Story and Treasure Hunt are the and, and Diamond Forest are the three... Leaders in the clubhouse, but they're all a little too on the no- on the nose. Like they're they're two names together that are just insane. But Briley with three consecutive e's at the end, this
3: this poor woman like somebody fell asleep on the yes, keyboard.
1: Her, her resume is never ever ever gonna get looked at. You're, she's gonna right. the, the hiring manager's gonna yeah, go. Somebody's gonna be like, yeah, oh, she can't she, spell. She
3: fucked up on her name. Yeah. They yes. Sure like change your name. She has a typo on her on the first line of her resume. It
1: is it is really crazy. I do though. I think there's some synergy here with that story that we did a few weeks ago. Do, do we talk about that on this show, or do I do that on the radio? Where,
3: yeah, the naming. Now we were t- the name thing. The uh, France, right? France would have put a yes. on like ninety percent of this. Yes, exactly. They might. They would have like allowed. They would have allowed hope. And faith because they're like oh those are shitty names from the seventies we'll give it right
1: those. E- even like Michaela's borderline and uh, like there's not even but not the way one... it's spelled is... yeah like, like I, I feel kind of bad for Amanda
3: Michaela is spelled a little weird yeah
1: I feel kind of bad for Amanda Whittingham here like she's obviously out of her right. element I
3: skipped I skipped and there was a and there was a somewhat normal Spanish name I think um there was yeah Luisa
1: Luisa Correa she had two points. Right. I right. do like that Smyrna outscored Riverdale in the third quarter, two to nothing.
3: <laughs> like that, and what? What? I mean, the, both both these coaches. I mean, the the bigger story from a morality or a sports, like both coaches should be of fired. Course. Like on, well, this they spot. should get that. You're telling your team to lose. Like, they
1: should. They you. should get that guy from Riverside, whose team won like a hundred and sixty something to two. Like that's that's the coach you want oh, in this yeah. game. Like that guy, co- that guy'll coach him up. He doesn't care. All right, next story, Ed. What what else is going on in the world of sports?
3: Uh, crummy 76ers dog mascot Franklin is played by an entertainer named Darnell Enrique. This week, Twitter user Brian Brown twenty five dug into Mister Enrique's Twitter account, uh, personal Twitter account, and found some interesting opinions. Apparently, Enrique is not a Philly fan at all. Here are a sampling of his tweets. Number one, that's a bitch made call, dot, dot, dot. Sixers go home. Uh, Number two, (laughs) gay with five Y's. I forgot how it is back home. (sighs) Watching all the news and heard an Eagles chant, ugh, Giants all day. Uh, Oh, no, he's
1: a a Manning fan.
3: (laughs) He's a Giants fan. Uh, Number three, Eagles hashtag fail with four L's. Worst team ever! Ha ha! Number four. Not impressed with that Phillies win whatsoever. And whatsoever was three separate words. Whatsoever. Oh well. Uh, so good. They're still ass. Time to go to the mall and blow some money. Smiley face. Uh, Brian, why are Philly fans? so
1: good I mean, ass? this guy like I, I, they can't be mad at him because he's one of them.
3: He's every Philly fan
1: he's he's a Philly he hates everything so he's he's obviously a, a native philadelphian uh bigger question for me is one two questions why does darnell enrique call himself an entertainer b why is the yeah. sixers mascot a dog
3: yeah the shouldn't it just be I mean like the washington uh nationals they just put like old president mascots like I like that's that that's what philly should be if they're se if they're seventy sixers they should be like Ben Franklin, not Franklin the dog, yes, yeah,
1: get get a Ben Franklin out there, get a continental Congress like the bell, the Liberty Bell, like make it like mean something, a fucking dog like anybody that that's worse than I don't know something else that sucks. Um yeah I, I like this guy Darnell Enrique he should be the mascot because he's a perfect Philly guy like don't wear the dog costume just be a dick
3: cuz <laughs> just be a heel yeah
1: everyone from Philly is pretty much an asshole so perfect
3: or yeah. give him give him a give him a pads give him a pats or gino's t-shirt like yes. with some grease stains on it just, just, just an angry heel. That should be their mascot. Totally,
1: he he could be um, Marvin Harrison's Belgian gun, Belgian hand cannon.
3: Uh, okay. Hey, uh, I just want to say that's that's you speaking. I I have no <laughs> ill will to say it towards Marvin. No, I, I
1: got no problem with Marvin Harrison. He's a good guy.
3: He's fine. Fu- he's fine. Yeah,
1: he's yeah. more power never, to him. Never, Great receiver. Yeah, yeah, really good guy. Just a businessman. No issues with him. Just running his car wash, keeping things. <laughs> 100.
3: Hey, doing what he has to do.
1: Okay, Ed, we know by now that Idaho lawmakers have a lot of deals. Who could forget? I believe his name was Larry Craig, who liked to go to Grand Central Station and shop for gardening magazines and also liked to go to the (laughs) Minneapolis Airport and assume a wide stance. Uh, Well, he's not alone. Apparently (laughs) – there's somewhat. There's a Idaho lawmaker called Vito Barbieri that has some interesting thoughts. I'll read you. Hey. I'll read you the headline. Idaho lawmaker asks if woman can swallow camera for gyne- gynecological exam before medical abortion. Whoa. An Idaho lawmaker received a brief lesson on female anatomy after asking if a woman can swallow a small camera for doctors to conduct a remote gynecological exam. The question Monday from Republican State Rep. Vito Barbieri came as the House State Affairs Committee heard nearly three hours of testimony on a bill that would ban doctors from prescribing abortion-inducing medication. Barbieri later said that the question was rhetorical and intended to make a point. I I like that where you're you're like, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Like that real stupid thing I said, I was just joking. (laughs) Like, obviously, duh. Dr. Julie Madsen, a physician who said she had provided various telemedicine services in Idaho, was testifying in opposition to the bill. She said some colonoscopy patients may swallow a small device to give doctors a closer look at parts of their colon to which – This dipshit replied, can this same procedure then be done in a pregnancy, swallowing a camera and helping the doctor determine what the situation is? Ed, does it come as a shock to you that a shithead without even a fifth grader's understanding of the female reproductive system wants to regulate how they operate?
3: (laughs) <laughs> I, he's he's such a shithead like that is that is really dumb that's 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 day one in in what fifth grade health whatever I'm, that is yes
1: i i feel like and, it's,
3: and that and by the time you learn it in fifth grade you already know like, of course like this is a guy who not only didn't didn't pay attention but didn't know um he, no clue you know, and I like that they show his, you know, official. Co- what, co- is he a congressman or he's whatever? He's
1: he's in the state senate. Oh.
3: But I like his official picture. You know, the, the 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 official picture, and he's one of those perfectly quaffed bald guys, like trying yeah. so hard with this, with no hair out of place, and he's trying to have like the perfect length. And then he, the outfit. I mean, that dude looks like he got the jacket and tie in some dark alley from a drift, <laughs> drifter's corpse. It's like true. it. <laughs> it looks like. Um, you know Dan Aykroyd after he goes to jail in the beginning of Trading Places, yes. and he just has to. Oh, and then he uh, he wears the the clothes that are at uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's apartment. Like right. that's what he's dressed like for real. That's his that's his like picture, his go to picture.
1: Yes, Idaho. Like get how is this Vito Barbieri? Who elected him? This guy is a fucking moron. Um, and
3: I wanna I wanna I would love to see a biopic of this guy because just the right. story of how a guy named uh Vito Bar- Barbieri ended up in Idaho. Like what what there's no way there's somebody just you know native of Idaho no. named Yo Paulie. I'm going to pay a visit to those fellows at the Tative Todd factory. What do you say?
1: <laughs> yeah, he comes he comes from a long line of Idaho and Barbieri's. Maybe it, maybe it's like um My Blue Heaven where he's in the witness <laughs> protection program.
3: And he decided and, to <laughs>
1: Yeah, you just go, you go to Idaho and it's like you're like, "Why is everybody driving a fucking Cadillac and everybody's got like shiny suits on and uh like flashy watches and you're like, "What how come everybody's got their hair greased up and what's going on there?" And it turns out it's like they're all relocated from Hoboken, New Jersey.
3: Oh. Hey, Vin- hey Vinny. You think that Mormons out in Idaho can make a decent place, a man of God?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they got like really good delis there. and <laughs> Like what's going on in Idaho? That's where, that's where they've all been relocated.
3: And I saw that he was on the committee. Like the committee that he's, he's probing, they recently rejected a 14-year-old girl's bid to make the salamander, the state reptile. Like that <laughs> that was where they drew the line. What a dick. Hey, hey, yo, hey. No, no middle school is going to tell me what the state reptile's going to be.
1: <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Uh, okay, next story. <clears throat> Ed, there's, there's, we. I know you don't watch award shows. the The Academy Awards were on the other night. Did you? Were you flipping back and forth between the Academy Awards and the Czech Oscars?
3: Oh, I. I actually had to pay a few dollars extra to get the check channels on my uh, on my uh, cable package. But it was well worth it.
1: Like I didn't know the checks made any kind of movies except for the ones I watch that I referenced earlier in this program. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
3: the only type of dramatic movies are probably like those uh, those little movies you'd make in school with the stick figures and you flip the pads. <laughs>
1: yeah, or like like <laughs> Diorama. Yeah. Pictures. Um, the headline says, <clears throat> Dumb and Dumber, Czech version of the Oscars is duped into inviting fake Jim Carrey on stage during its awards <laughs> ceremony, which was broadcast live on Czech TV. A man pretending to be the Dumb and Dumber actor was allowed on stage where he was greeted with applause from the audience with some clearly, even in Czechoslovakia they knew, with some clearly realizing it was not Actually, the Hollywood funny man—not even close. <laughs> Didn't look anything like him. Uh, he looked—he looked like the like Jim Carrey, like if he was four inches shorter and gained sixty pounds and was on even more pills. He was all puffy. Stunt, st-
3: stunt double. <laughs> yeah, stunt exactly. double. Jim yeah, standing. If you if you threw that guy out of a moving car, yeah, you, he could pass for Jim Carrey.
1: Uh, organizers had <laughs> put on. A VIP red carpet carpet treatment for the con man who was showered in golden confetti during his appearance at the glamorous event in the capital of Prague. Officials at the Czech Lion Awards had been contacted by people claiming to represent Jim Carrey, claiming the actor was in the area and wanted to attend. (laughs) Ed, what's the bigger surprise? That there's a Czech Oscars... And that they were legit- legitimately convinced that Carrie was interested in attending them.
3: <laughs> the, the the general rule, if you're a producer of the Czech Oscars, should be like, all right, who can we get for this? Okay, anyone, any rungs above Steven Seagal? No. No. Steven Seagal and below? Yes. Like they could get him and maybe – He's uh, probably a
1: big star there.
3: The guy who played the big ragu on Laverna Shirley could probably show up for them.
1: Yeah, Carmine Raguso. Um, Yeah. Yeah, like maybe somebody from Chips, like not Ponch or John Obbs, but maybe like Grossman or Harlan. Yeah. Could cruise or like maybe somebody from one of the later seasons of M.A.S.H. I I mean, you're not – Jim Carrey's (laughs) a fucking movie star.
3: Right. Jim Carrey, even if his best movie was The Majestic, he'd be too big for – for the Czech Oscar. But it's worth you know, Googling and checking out the video because I feel like the people in the audience were just they, – they just had a real bummed out look on their face because they realized they were just being clowned. Like, <laughs> They just well, felt real bummed out like, oh, man. Or
1: just they- a joke. Yeah, they're they're all excited. They're like, oh, my God, finally, like, Czech cinema is finally on the international stage. We have a real live American movie star here, Jim Carrey. People are going to finally realize that we make great Czech movies here besides the porno that Beckner watches. Yeah. And... Lo and behold, it's an imposter. They're all, and of course, like everyone in the audience, obviously, like no one really claps. or like, "What's going on here?" And it's it's only the people that have put on the show. Yeah,
3: they were that still actually, doubling down. They were maintaining it was him after the show. Yes. And then when the video went viral, everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, probably not."
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Ed. Let's talk about the dangers of masturbation. Oh, I didn't realize there was any dangers to it. Uh, I'm, you know, I've been able to do it pretty well for my whole life. Uh, But apparently there's lots and lots of injuries. Um, This story was on vice. Here are some of, let's just go through some of the injuries. First and foremost, Ed fractured penises. Oh
3: my goodness.
1: Even though there's no bone in the erect penis, there is however, an inner core called the corpus cavernosum. That can snap and rupture from acrobatic sex or vigorous masturbation. Your dick can bend in half like a flag getting folded up. Oh no! Every survivor account of this event sounds so painful that you wish your femurs were getting smashed with sledgehammers instead. I believe um, this happened to Dennis Rodman, and he recounted it.
3: Oh, yeah, on Stern. He on talks Stern
1: about it. at some point. He didn't do it yeah. in masturbating. He did it having sex. I think he had a Sedale 3-size yeah. problem. Um, <clears throat> so One hapless 17-year-old, after roughly masturbating one day, he heard a sudden pop followed by immediate flaccidity.
0: Mm.
1: His dong began to swell. It kept swelling until he brought his egg plant-shaped member to the emergency room for surgery. Dong surgery is never good. And here's an interesting tidbit. A great many poor souls wind up inflicting this sort of injury in a desperate attempt to avoid the temptation of stroking it. Iran and other Middle Eastern countries have alarmingly high rates of penile fractures because apparently they coach people into doing something called tagandon which teaches teens to rapidly bend their erect boners in an attempt to kill them.
0: No.
1: Yes. Other injuries that can be had from masturbating internal bleeding, something called bleeding urethral meatus. An elderly Australian man uh, thought it would be fun to insert a four inch fork into his urethra.
3: Yo. This is this is a real painful story to say.
1: Oh, what is going on in Australia? Um,
3: maybe Kate has, can shine some light on this one. I, yeah,
1: I don't feel like she wouldn't know. Uh, torn scrotums are apparently an issue.
3: What, I mean, it did, I, I just never thought it was possible. Like, masturbating is just a means to an end, right? Yeah, I mean, what? there's... Getting yeah. adventurous with forks? I mean, no. What are people doing? No.
1: Like eventually people are going to what? Like wh- where are we headed with this? Like people are going to be like, I can't get off unless I tie my dick to a moving tugboat. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. It's the only way. It's That's, that's yeah. what I need to do. Um, I have, this,
3: to have to set myself on fire.
1: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um, one now legendary man leaned his Learned this the hard way by going for his usual lunchtime pleasure session of pressing his dong against the moving canvas drive belt of a piece of machinery. (laughs) (laughs) While in the throes of orgasm, he leaned too far into the belt and his scrotum was yanked into it, flinging him across the room and jettisoning jettisoning his testes in the process. That's a bad day.
3: Yeah, that's... Um, that's some people. And it's get, gotta be tough because you think he probably I mean, maybe not with that kind of lifestyle, but he probably has a buddy or two or a family member of yeah, two who yeah. had to find that out.
1: Yeah, you you really gotta make something up at that point. Just be like, yeah. no, I wasn't like the the vacuum machine the vacuum was running on its own. I tripped And my dong got caught in the hose, or I I don't even know. I would,
3: I would claim sadistic home invasion. Somebody did this to me.
1: That's yeah, yeah. That's a that's actually a really, really good one. We need to find the perpetrators of this.
3: Yeah, just look for the. You know, do the OJ move. Just say I'm, I'm searching for the real, real killers. I'm, I'm looking for the home invaders because you know. They threatened me if I didn't do this; they were gonna kill my family.
1: The real who who are the real dong breakers out there? Like somebody came in here and I was just sleeping, and somebody came in and snapped my dong right in half. Home invasion, dong snapping. Uh, okay, let's get let's get to fancy sex ed.
3: Yeah, I think we need to move on.
1: It's time. Like that's that. we're it's a very low point in the program. Joining us now to talk about everything in the world of pop culture, The Bachelor, everything that is going on. In the celebrity area of the news, the real news, as we like to call it, is our very own bachelor baller lifestyle pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hi. I'm good. Hey, Fancy. Hey, guys. Before we get into our regular show, we got another uh-huh. email, and this is this is a sex and relationship. Oh, I love this. situation. Kevin, Kevin from Maryland, mm-hmm. the suburbs of DC, where Ed. Went to college. Yeah, I mean, they must. They might be acquainted. Um, he says, "Hey guys, just a few days after Valentine's Day, my girlfriend of eight months. It in parentheses, if you include the last time we were together, which was two years ago. Uh, so cumulative, eight uh, months okay. they've been together. Not very long." Broke up with me. Yeah, I would say this is the first red flag. What this is, this is just a standard one, rule. One, one red
3: flag. Yeah. So
1: never, ever, ever get back together. If you broke up once, you there will was break a up again. Yeah. Th- th- this is a fundamental law of nature. You broke up for a reason. That reason will rear its head again. First mistake. Kevin. Unless
4: it's years later. A lot of couples that have previously dated get back together and. Um, statistically have better, more long lasting relationships. Um, really? It's not always the case, but you have to wait. I I mean, I'm not talking about two years. I'm talking about, you know, a few years.
1: Um, to continue, I'll spare you the details, but I've got a few questions Real quick, mm-hmm. never spare the details. Second mistake: if she cheated on you, I need to know yeah, about we, it. We
4: need to know that stuff. Yeah,
1: if she hated the fact that you watch pro wrestling or found your weird porno <laughs> collection, I really need to know that. But here's his questions: number one, if you have any physical pictures of your ex in your room, as uh-huh. opposed to digital pictures, which I like
4: de- in frames,
1: which have deleted already.
4: People do that.
1: What would you do with them? Send them back to her, throw them away, use them as a dartboard. I'm also considering discarding one of those little cheap plush toys that she got me one time. Considering? Should (laughs) should I do the same there too? Two. Are there certain TV shows, video games, activities, music, etc. that you were neutral towards or even liked before the relationship but now can't stand or even look at the same because they remind you of your ex, e.g. something she and I enjoyed or a song she liked? For instance, I enjoyed the movie Dead Poets Society. That's a bummer of a movie.
3: Enjoy- enjoyed or you just watched it? And-
1: I mean, I saw it. But because that was one of her favorite movies, another red flag, and thus I think of her when that movie's mentioned. How
4: often is it mentioned? Never.
1: I currently have an irrational.
3: It's
4: email only. Yeah.
1: It
3: it took, you know, sometimes you have internet slow speeds. Like he sent this email in 1989.
1: I currently have an irrational aversion to that movie. One, it's a rational aversion, and two, that's a good thing to have an aversion to because you never hear about it.
4: It was a fine movie.
1: Thanks in advance. It's a good movie. And you guys do a good job on the podcast. Aww. Keep it up. I really Thanks, ap- appreciate that. Kevin from Maryland. I mean, lot. Kevin
3: from Maryland suburbs of D.C., like that's that's my old hood. I'm, yes. I'm a big fan. I, I There was a huge red flag. You You yes. mentioned in that second, are there certain <laughs> TV shows, comma, video games, <laughs> <laughs> comma, activities. I mean – Listen, I don't have the aversion to video games like Brian does, but it's, it, is there such a thing as couples playing video games
1: Whoa, together? Whoa, are you a gamer, Ed? Are you trying to tell us you're a gamer?
3: Uh, I'm not not a gamer, I'll say oh that. Oh
1: my
4: There was God. another red flag in the first question.
1: Holy well, fucking well, shit, Ed's do, a gamer. <laughs> you play Call of Duty?
3: No. See, that's the thing. I, What's I your only, screen name? I, I, Brian I wants been, to add you. I have no idea... How do you even play online? All I do is I'll play Madden and okay. and like one of those. We're getting
4: off track. And let's answer his question. NBA
1: right Live 2015. There's another red one flag. One of those, yes. Yeah. I, but his I'm his only girlfriend,
4: sports. Sorry, his ex-girlfriend also procured for him a plush soft toy. The biggest
1: red flag in the whole email that's, right there. Uh, that's what That's worse than Dead
4: Poets okay, Society. Okay, here's what I say. You toss everything. Okay. Of course. You also block that person on social media. Of course. And you don't talk to them for minimum six months. And uh,
3: never again. Okay. Never. You've already broken up. No, heart. Hang on, hang on a second. Hang on. I did.
4: This is how you move on from someone. He's obviously has a broken heart. It's obvious. It's clear. Wait. But,
3: Ed, wait. Your, your thoughts. I, 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 I have trouble with couples. You know, getting right back together. But I, I've definitely known of couples. I haven't. But I've known of couples that. Have maintained a friendship, so blocking them on social media. I don't. don't
4: If you're having a hard time getting over someone, you need to block them because lots of people keep looking at what they're doing and obsessing over what how they're moving on with their life.
1: You need to get out of the house just
4: for like just until you're over it. You need to get can be friends again. You
1: need to get away from the plush toys. You need to get
4: definitely get rid of those pictures. If you feel nostalgic someday, you can go into the archives on your computer and have a good look at them. But I would say. Throw away all the rest of the Also, stuff. I'm
1: concerned about the description of a stuffed animal as a plush
4: toy. Right. He, did, he <laughs> dodged a <laughs> and, bullet there.
3: But, but also, like, of course you throw it away because if this person's not your girlfriend right. anymore... Then how are you, explain you, just, that thing? you just you just have a picture. So if if there's ever going to be another girl, what's going on yes. with that picture? Also, and then also, it's just a picture of you. Do you need a picture of you sitting around? No. And also, how are no. you going to no. explain
4: no. to the next girlfriend that plush yes. toy?
1: Because if you're taking my advice, you're out at the Maryland outside of DC bars drowning yourself in getting over it pussy. You yeah. go out, you get you get nice and liquored. You make some friends at the bar, and you start bringing them home, and nothing, nothing makes you feel better than new pussy. <laughs>
4: you, I just tuned out. You, I just tuned back in. You'll, you'll forget about.
1: You'll forget about. <laughs> you'll forget about that plush toy.
4: Best advice. Dead I'll tell you what society. I forgot. About. I'll tell you what
3: I forgot about new pussy. I don't even know what that is. It's been decades. Okay. It's really I'm good. Gonna an, I'm going
4: to oh. answer his question.
3: But one when thing, you feel
4: deeply wronged by someone you loved, it's normal to go through a period of hating them, and anything that reminds true. you of them. Yes. That's part of the grieving process. Yes. But know that one day the stuff you liked before, you met her and she fucked your life up, right. you will like again, unless it's bleep back.
3: Um, I am pussy. Well, I gotta say, Dead Poet <laughs> Society overrated. He might he might actually just realize it's not. I that mean, I haven't overrated.
1: seen it since I was fourteen.
3: And I didn't like it when I was fourteen. So yeah. but but anyway captain like, my captain i think that's perfectly fine to not like if somebody she was a big fan of you know whatever show just be it. like sure. fuck that fuck that i might be show. turned
4: off for life i, I had perspective... a perspective okay go ahead sorry i was going
3: to say i had a roommate in college who just would always imitate um, uh, south park and even though that's a quality show i just couldn't stand it for a couple of years cuz i hated that guy so, no, that sucks. You know, like just because I ruined something hit, that's good. Yeah, I heard his impression of Cartman in my head, and I just was like, I, I can't deal with the show. It took me like three or four years to watch that show again. I get it. I get that.
1: Kate,
4: um, in bottom, closing, bottom line anyone who breaks up with you has done you a huge favor, period. The end. It's true. You need to be zen about it's it. Um, if she left you, she wasn't right for you. And you can eight move months. on now, and you can get closer to that person that is right for eight you. Eight
1: months cumulative. Like, Kevin, you dodged a bullet here.
4: Seriously, Cass. She's of.
1: buying plush toys. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, move on. Don't
4: don't sweat people and, that believe you and that that, that believe you. Yeah,
1: don't. there's and, no point. And here's a good way to get over it: you go out and get yourself some new pussy. Oh yeah, you'll you forget about those eight months. Trust Belt,
3: me. Inside the Beltway, new pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Then,
1: <laughs> the, yeah, you get that Beltway pussy. You go get you a staffer. Some get a lot of sure. staffers around there. Go to one of those K Street bars where it's go, really yeah. cracking.
3: Go go go! Give a a page a little dog ear. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Dog (laughs) ear a page. Good one, Ed.
4: Good luck. We're rooting for you. Yeah, Kevin.
1: Kevin, I really, I really, really enjoyed that email. And yeah, let us know how it's going. Like, let us know how you start, how you're doing after this. We we hope the best for you. Okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? Let's get to it.
4: Let's talk about Fifty Shades of Grey because we haven't talked about it.
1: Yeah, let's talk about it.
4: Apparently the lack of on-screen chemistry between um, Fifty Shades actors Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan stems from their obvious dislike for one another. And apparently the Fifty Shades press tour has been dubbed a total disaster. Um, both the actors and director Sam Taylor Johnson have been aware of the severe chemistry deficiency for months. Um, there's lots of awkward excerpts from interviews that I read online today. Um And apparently this has been happening throughout the press tour during interviews. Um, Anyway, yet the movie has still managed to gross about $440 million worldwide. Uh, But but just quickly, there's now a rumor floating around. It's kind of a flimsy rumor that Jamie Dornan wants to exit the Fifty Shades franchise ahead of its second and third installments due to his intense distaste for every single element that went into both creating and promoting the film.
1: This this in, this movie looks like an abject tragedy in every way. This sure source does. material sounds fucking horrid. It is horrid. And infantile. I can, a,
4: I can attest to that.
1: The, yeah, I didn't realize
3: there was a trilogy. I thought yes, it was just there's one. There's three, three these, books. Three and movies. everyone
1: I know that's read it is like, yeah, it's written at like a third grade level. And it's not sexy at all. <laughs> um, so of course they're going to make three movies out of this, and uh, of course they're massive hits because everyone in the world is a fucking idiot. It,
3: um, it's like a Danielle Steele novel, right?
1: Yeah. Yes.
4: It's way more explicit than that. Yeah. Yeah. Is, okay, like, more.
1: what are what are what are some details of it, Kate? Give us give us a one juicy
4: <laughs> I, was re- I wish I could remember. I read it. When did they first? They were a th- the thing like four years ago. They were that that's bad that right. I can barely remember. That's about right. But there's some, like, um, there's some sex that's not really considered mainstream.
1: Um, like, be more specific. I'm not <laughs> Like the
4: kind of sex that can't make you pregnant?
1: Mmm. Oh. And I was reading. Oh, so they use protection.
4: <laughs> I was reading. They on, use condoms. I was reading yeah. online Is today. that what people do? Um I was reading online today, and something about how um, a certain scene wasn't included, a tamp- mm-hmm. the tampon scene.
1: Whoa. Oh.
4: And I was racking my brain to try what and remember what um, the tampon scene was, oh. and I couldn't, but it doesn't sound good.
1: Oh. No one should be having yeah. any kind of <laughs> tampon, tampon scene anything <laughs> um well good luck this that movie's made, made a killing right it's made, it's made a fucking so billion dollars and it's so. everyone's fucking stupid and i hate but everyone here, it drives me crazy
4: here's what i'm wondering if these two actors hate each other it's obvious the press tour is a disaster are, are they going to go ahead and and force these two to make two more no. or because it's made are they worried that the next two won't make as much money because well, the, the it, novelty's kind of worn off the it curiosity won't. factor's yeah. lost?
1: The, the, what would be what would be a cool gimmick is to make all three movies with three different couples.
4: Yeah, you yeah, get that two would
1: be. equally hard-up young up-and-comers, and you get them to sign their life away for one of these fucking horrible movies, and then you do it again.
3: Yeah, and um, then get like then get like Morgan Freeman and Oprah to do it too. Like, really mix it up.
1: I mean, that's that's taking it to another <laughs> level. Get um get Tommy Lasorda and Debbie Reynolds to be in the third one. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be mixing it up right there. Uh, okay, Kate, what else is going on in the world of pop um, culture?
4: Oh, tonight on NBC is the season finale of Parks and Rec, popular show.
1: A show that I think is probably funny that I've never watched. It is. I mean, funny. I've seen.
3: It's it's funny. Bits I find it to be it. funny, but I, you know, I'll I'll get over the ending. Uh, you know three seconds after it's sure. over yeah
1: it has lots of people i like on
3: yeah. it there's good writers i'm sure it's great you know a I, lot I,
4: of comedians are really into it
1: yeah so i can really the, get into sitcoms
4: one of the producers of the show comedy writer um who most people know from twitter and his humble brag account harris oh, whittles yes. tragically od would last week he had been battling um a drug addiction for quite a while According to law enforcement sources, Whittles was pronounced dead around 1 p.m. We're told the 30-year-old was found lying on his couch. There was drug paraphernalia in the house. Um, no sign of trauma to his body. Um, he spoke openly about his battles with drug addiction. He'd gone to rehab twice. He said, I'm still trying to figure out how to really just, like, value my life. I've done drugs recreationally since I was, like, 12, and it's always been fun, and it's always been my identity. Um I can't speak to um, what kind of a guy Whittles was. I remember the spat between him and Defamer a couple of years ago and some very unfortunate emails um, that were printed that he'd sent to one of their writers. But either way, this is very sad. Yeah, he
1: seemed like yeah. a nice guy. He's a young guy. I heard him on some uh, a few podcasts over the years, and he mm-hmm. he did speak openly about the fact that he was a drug user. It just thumbs me he, out. Yeah, when, he also had um, one of my
3: favorite tweets of all time. It was about Bill Cosby. He goes... Almost starting to feel bad for Cosby. Did no one want to fuck this guy? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that is a lot of people have been retweeting him all week long. Yeah. It's just awful. Drugs suck. It's, yeah, it's, it's a just
4: a sad, sad deal. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's
1: unfortunate. Uh, Kate, next story.
4: Okay, I have a blind item.
1: Oh, Ed and these. I know
4: that um, I'm, it's been revealed, so I can tell you who it you is. I mean, is has been. it been
1: revealed? Are oh. you going to get us sued?
4: Well, it's right. been revealed on the website Crazy Days and Nights.
3: Oh, okay. well, that sounds legit. Oh, you're reading from Crazy Days and Nights? Is that yeah. a real okay. website? Yeah. Or is that yeah. just more speculative?
4: That says crazydaysandnights.com yeah. is where I get all my blind items from. Oh, okay. What's it say? Apparently, the destruction of his house and the burning of a bed because of freebasing has still not been forgiven by this A-list movie actor.
1: Hold on. I want to interrupt. Any story about freebasing, i um, all fucking in on <laughs> uh, we need more free ba- i mean
4: whenever Nichols, i see a story that has coming coming off an od
1: it. story that's probably not the best segue yeah, but the true. thing is is that freebasing or
4: it's the best segue
1: freebasing i felt had gone the way of the dodo back in the 70s oh, people were freebasing the shit out of stuff let's get more freebasing discussion go on
4: um, okay, his name was... I need to start again because it doesn't read well. I okay. break it up. Apparently, the destruction of his house and the burning of a bed because of freebasing has still not been forgiven by this A-plus list movie actor. His name was being used and abused the other night by an A-slash-B list movie actor who did all the damage over the A-lister buying a movie the other was going to star in and has now no shot of getting... Okay. So someone destroyed an A slash so, B list movie actor destroyed someone's house. Yes. This person has now bought a movie that this person was attached to and is now not getting the role. Going to
3: fire and him. From it, the movie, the A the A plus freebaser. I, I I'm lost on the who A is who plus.
1: Here. Let me sort it out <clears throat> because Crazy Days and Night is, is not I even good, tried to rewrite it. Not good. I'm at surprised, they don't, I'm surprised they don't have
3: good writers on that. List, it is kind of a shock.
1: <laughs> um and a celebrity an a-list actor rented his home to another a-list but not movie star actor mm-hmm. and
4: he, so he's an a-b list movie he's not
1: a movie star though no he, he's not a movie star but he's an he,
3: actor
1: he <sighs> let me start again okay an a-list celebrity rented his house to a lesser a-list celebrity who lit his bed on fire freebasing apparently and now he he's also a producer, so now he's not going to hire this guy to be in a movie. Ed, any guesses? I mean, Jack Nicholson? That would be good. That would be really, really good.
3: I don't know. I mean, Red
1: Fox? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to
3: think. Keith
1: Richards? I can tell you. That would be a good one. Uh, okay, what does the website say, it Kate? It says
4: it's Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill.
1: What do you... Do we believe that? Jonah Hill does not strike me as the freebase type. I don't That know. doesn't. That, that's that I, don't, says. Anyway, I don't, I don't that's this week's
4: it. blind item. Believe it or don't believe it.
1: Oh, I'd like to believe but this, it. I, I believe all freebase stories.
4: This website, the, their blind items are real things, Stop not made-up things.
1: Right. Stop it. Why? Right. Why? As far as we know. <laughs> yeah. Stop well, I, I want to believe
3: as well. I don't okay. want to believe and know. no. No. Yeah. I don't believe it.
1: Um, all right, Kate, next story.
4: Um, next story is that I'd like to move on to The Batch.
1: Let's talk about The Batch. A lot of good goings was- on. Ed, did you watch The Batch? No.
3: No, um, I, I, really I um, Michelle didn't even watch
1: well, she's going to catch up on
3: it, though, right? It would spoiler she's, alert: she's she's been she's been uh, in Asia, so right a- as were the Bachelor yeah, people. Right, okay. they were
4: in my previous home for a couple of years, Bali. Yes.
1: So, what oh, happened on the Bachelor? Well, last
4: night was a fantasy suite, aka sex dates.
1: Yeah, pretty so sweet.
4: This episode oh, we're wasn't down-
1: one of them a virgin. Yeah. This this is the one you should watch, Ed, because this is where he finally gets to sample the wares. He's picked his three. That he gets to, he gets to have a taste of.
4: It's the weirdest episode before
1: he proposes marriage.
4: So we're down to three girls: Becca, the virgin, and my pick to win, Caitlin with the Y, the dance instructor from Canada, and Whitney, the fertility nurse with the annoying baby voice. Um so Chris has narrowed down what he thinks each woman's issue is and what she needs to do to assuage his fears. Each woman needs to tell him she's ready to be a mother and give up her life to be with him that's and right. go and live in a town of four hundred and twenty-nine people. Ed,
1: he lives in the most fucking boring place. Like there's no restaurant.
4: There's no market. There's no
1: grocery store. Fucking and there's no. there's no bar. If he there's no bar, if he wants to go anywhere, he has to drive like a couple hours and that's what he's telling. He's like, hey, if you come live with me, like, this is what it is. It's just going to be you and me on my farm.
3: You know how people say, like, oh, I I can't really understand that lifestyle? Like, I truly have, I can't picture living in that kind of seclusion. I don't, I don't get it. No. What's what's the joy? None. Just watch shitloads of TV? I mean, what? No
1: idea. No idea. I mean, you I guess have you have to
4: a, go pop out some babies. I guess you have some babies.
3: buddies, but you want to interact. Like, I well, want to go fam- get a steak.
4: All his family. Some lives sushi. In town.
3: Just, just like, the, even just having the option there, like every once out. in a while. Like, you don't have to go out all the time, but just every once yeah. in a while be like, feel like Mexican, or you I feel can, like
4: You've state. just got to drive for one hour.
1: For one hour to another small town in Iowa.
4: Okay, so we're in uh, Bali, and all the cliches were shown, like dirty village kids, nondescript temples, <laughs> sunsets, lots of monkeys. monkeys
1: gross monkeys Chris crawling got, all over Chris everyone. Chris got peed
4: on by one of the gross monkeys. Yes. He was letting it crawl all over him for, for some unknown reason. Um. So anyway, each girl got her own one-on-one date, which carried on into the evening and ended with a fantasy suite. Which is still the most bizarre thing on reality television, in my opinion. It's
1: very weird because they're like, I'm ready. Like they, it's like they feel like they're gonna get kicked off the show unless they agree to fuck him.
4: Right. So Which is so all, weird.
1: Like, um, how about we wait?
4: Yeah. Well we don't know. I just assume they bone, yeah. except for Becca the Virgin.
1: Yeah. So first I agree. of all,
4: we have Caitlin, she's the Canadian dance instructor. I like her but I never thought she'd go past tonight. She's a little too even fast even if she made it this far. Yeah. Yeah, she's a bit complex for a yes. Christmas simpleton. She's,
1: yeah, she could never survive in that small town.
4: Um, and, like, on her date... She but I like, liked her. She tells him she feels pressure to tell him how she, she feels. I
1: would have kept her around for a fantasy suite <laughs> if I were him. Like, that was strategic. Like, they,
4: they go into the fantasy suite and um, they pan around the room and there's a bathtub covered in rose petals. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. It's like, is that bath, like, cold now? Right. Like, how long ago was it? Was, was a it producer
1: run? just filling it a minute ago? <laughs> yeah. And then they close the blinds, Right. Each, each fantasy date, they come over and close the blinds. Like, what's going on in there?
4: So she – ev- She, like, eventually tells him. Um, she reveals that she's falling in love with him. So I assume they boned. Whitney um, is a fertility nurse with the baby voice. Yeah. It's so annoying. She's all in. She's like in it to win it. She's been yeah. really aggressive about claiming her position. He
1: gives her the invitation and they're like on a boat and she's like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's fuck. Yeah, like she- she's into it.
4: <laughs> she was the first one to tell him that she was feeling in lo- falling in love with him. Yeah. Um, she was a big hit with his friends when they all went to Iowa. Um, she's a safe choice for sure. So I assume they boned as well. Although I think she'd be boring in bed.
1: Agreed. That's again, again. So boring. That's why you keep Caitlin around because she would be fun.
3: Okay. If we're living in the middle of nowhere, I Uh think there's no such thing as boring in bed. Like, that's one of the only things to do, at least. That's true. You know? But But, I mean, can't be boring in bed.
1: With 429 people in the town, like, how many of those are sexable chicks? Like, 20?
3: No. No. I'm taking way south of there. Yeah. None. five. Yeah, I'm going to say maybe two and one of them already has a plane ticket to leave. One and, of them's your sister. And
1: they're all friends with each other. <laughs> so it's like you you poison the well. Once you bang one like the other four are like Once sorry. It's a small
4: town. If you bang a chick, the dad comes over and is like, "So are you going to marry her?" Oh
1: my god. Uh so
4: what, Then okay, yes. last but not least is Becca, who's a big old virgin. She's never been in love. Um, Becca's her, attractive. Right, she is. Yeah. And tonight's the night she has to tell Chris that she's a virgin. So yeah. they get into the fantasy suite and she lays it all out for him and he, he gets so awkward. And he, he like whispers, all right. No.
1: Can, we, can, we, can we do butt and, stuff? Yeah. For, first of all, she, he tells her he thinks he's falling in love with her. That's oh. the first time he's mentioned the L word because on Because he is. Yes.
4: This then, is the girl.
1: Then she's like, I want to tell you, she's like, that I'm, you know, I'm a virgin. He fucking looks at her in silence for like 45 seconds <laughs> he doesn't. Going, he stammers uh, and
4: stutters.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You know, he
4: whispers, all right. Yeah. And then he tells her. He did a lot of whispering. Finally, he tells her that he respects her even more. Yeah. Which. Just reinforces the bizarre sexual politics and of this show. To which, which
1: she tells the camera, he had the perfect reaction. <laughs> oh, the most uncomfortable minute of television so I've ever awkward. seen in my life was perfect. Awesome. So
4: these two spend the night playing cards or watching reruns yeah. of Friends, which is what I picture their boring life together well, maybe, to be
1: like. Maybe he taught her about her genitals. I don't think so. I bet he knows more than that Idaho lawmaker.
4: Apparently, though, they had a conversation the next morning, which... <laughs> Left Chris all confused, which wouldn't be hard. Yeah, apparently, Becca still has some reservations about the possibility of accepting a proposal from someone she barely knows because
1: she's, yeah, she's the so only true. real human being where she's like, right. This is
4: going pretty well, she's really, and I think I like you, but I'm not sure yet. She's really shaking things up here. Yeah. And Chris is very frustrated because the girl he likes the most is supposed to be professing her love to him by now, right? He's like, What the fuck's going on, right? So, cut to the rose ceremony. Um, there he's got. They're all standing there. They're in traditional Balinese like um temple garb. Like you know, he's got a cummerbund on. He's a total idiot. So they're all standing there, and then he asks Becca to go talk to him for a moment. So meanwhile, the other two are so sure that he's saying goodbye to her. But as I predicted, he ends up coming back with Becca and sending Kate. So Ed,
1: the three chicks are there. He's like, he's up there. It's about. He's got two roses to hand out to three broads, and he's like. Becca, he's whispering the whole time. I don't know why he's yeah, got a microphone I had to on. keep turning he's the, like, the TV yeah. off. Yeah, he's like, Becca. Becca. Can I talk to you for a minute? And they walk off, and the other what, two... At, ch- the, at
3: the Rose Ceremony? at, yeah, the, Rose at
4: Ceremony. The, Rose Ceremony. the Rose Ceremony. And the
1: other two chicks are like, fuck, yeah, he's kicking her off. And he wants to do it, like, nicely, not in front of us. Right. And so they're basically, like, smiling, like, slapping Hi-fi. high fives. <laughs> and then, it was pretty high drama. Then, like, a minute later, he fucking brings her back. Yeah. After having a talk, well, about they figured out that yes. they couldn't
4: figure anything out then and there. Yes. But he he likes her yeah. the most. Yeah, but she wanted to tell him that she was like bummed about how they left their conversation, yes. and that she was really into him, yes. but like she wasn't quite yes. in love with him. Like
1: I'm considered, she's a yeah, normal person. i 26. Were you
3: really high on him going into this? I remember you were, like, a big fan of his, right? I mean,
1: she liked him a lot. She liked him when he's he was handsome. on The Bachelorette. He's, he's good-looking. So, so he's really just good-looking.
3: Yeah, he's, he's, he's real so growing and simple. That. Yeah,
1: he doesn't... Yeah. I mean, he's from Iowa.
4: Yeah. He doesn't have a lot going on. Yeah. He doesn't talk much, either. Yes. So, yeah, Caitlin, um, Caitlin got... Cut, yeah,
1: he keeps Becca. He cuts Caitlin after he getting the goods, her, I'm sure. Because he
4: doesn't into Caitlin,
1: looks like a party. He goes and
4: says goodbye to her. He tells her this was the hardest and most excruciating week of his life. Yeah, he goes, Nothing's changed, and he, d- I don't even know if I made the right decision. Like, exactly yeah. what you want to hear when you've been picked over someone then else. Then
1: she had one of those teary cab rides. And Kate, you announced that she would make, I don't think she will be, but Caitlin would make an excellent bachelorette, would she not?
4: Um, yeah, because she'd be, like, a little different than the, the ones they usually pick. Yes. I still think Becca's probably, i uh, sorry, Brits, Brits. the front runner yes. for The Bachelorette. But Maybe you know. we could
1: start a letter-writing campaign. Oh,
4: yeah. <clears throat> so next week's the Women Tell All show, which is where they bring all of these women that have been kicked off into the studio, and Chris is there, and they all get to, to tell each other what they think, and they all get to ask him questions. That and,
1: Kelsey girl, who's insane, will be brought back. I would like to take- Ashley i I. Can somebody- um, at home, take a tally of how many times she says the name Sanderson Poe when referring to her dead husband.
4: And I would just like to say that a very close friend of mine texted me the other day and told me that her husband was in a band in Omaha with Sanderson Poe and the, his brother,
1: the late Sanderson Poe.
4: <laughs> many, many, many years ago,
1: superstar in posthumous superstar. That Sanderson sounds like a Poe.
3: comic. That sounds like a comic book character. Yeah, like he be, he becomes does. like the lizard man. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
4: So he's a real person. He really existed. And my friend's husband knew him. Wow.
3: Outstanding.
1: All right. Is that all, Kate? That's it. Okay. Big takeaway from the show, I think, for me and everyone else is the fact that Ed Daly has announced that he's a gamer. I'm I'm in (laughs) shock. He's got a headset. I'm literally in shock. No headset. What? He games. I never thought Ed Daly would be a gamer in a million years, but you learn something new every day. Um, We will carry that into next week. Please correspond with us. We really, really, we had some good emails today, especially Kevin from Maryland. That was heartfelt. That was, that was great. I hope you can appreciate our advice. We appreciate you coming to us with your questions. Um, But until next, oh, programming note, no show next week.
3: Download this twice.
1: Yes. (laughs) Download and share this one episode. Catch up on old episodes because next week we will be dark as we have. All of us have prior engagements that week that will preclude us from recording a show. Um, So until two weeks from now, for Ed Daly, for Fancy Sauce, I'm your host, Brian Beckner, This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week.
4: Goodbye. Bye, guys.
1: Good job, Ed.